You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Lauren, do you ever find yourself lost, out of sorts, just not sure what you're going to do next? What's happening around the corner? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a really bad like uh, uh, a medication a medication ad yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, sometimes I feel that way, but it happens to be uh, connected with Google Maps and kind of ranking higher, and it actually gets very frustrating because you, you know, you spend so much time, you know, focusing on ranking higher in Google searches or paid searches, and you kind of forget or you don't really focus on the map side. So today we're going to give everyone some key steps to ranking higher in Google Maps, right? Yeah. So we found a really good article, and this is something that you know we do for different clients you know sometimes they might want to help with keeping their um google maps and listing updated or you know want us to look at them or audit them and offer suggestions um but we found this really good article from the search engine journal with you know kind of 10 quick steps that you need to know to either claim um, your listing and or improve it. So we just kind of wanted to run through that and share it because it's a really good synopsis of, you know, what we would say um, needs to be done. So, yeah. And, and this is good. I mean, this is really good information that sometimes you think, Oh, I don't have time to do, but uh, these are some good tips that will really help. I mean, they really help you. So, all right, fire away, Lauren, you go number one, you're number one. So number one is simply claim and complete your profile. So if you have not already done so, it'll basically prompt you to create an account um, with a Gmail address or, you know, create one. And then that will be where you log in to control everything from your name or your listing information, your hours and all that good stuff. And then when needed, you can log in and edit it. Um, so that's what literally pops up, you know, if someone goes on and, you know, they're searching for, let's just say auto repair and that's your business, then that is how that's what, that's the information people will see when they quote unquote Google you. So, um, basically it'll be your business, business's existence online and make sure that once you start this, that you keep it up to date. So if you start to close on Mondays, make sure that you go in and edit this. Um, to say so, so that people are not upset when they show up and you're not open. So frustrating. I actually just had that happen uh, this past weekend. Uh, went to two different restaurants on Sunday that said they were open uh, on their Google listing. Uh, but were they? No. Yeah. And I knew there was a chance because it was a holiday. But, you know, I thought, well, surely Google listing. But no, not dry as a bone. Not not at all. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so frustrating. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So number two, let's talk. The thing they should do is uh, post linked content. So the next thing you should do is after you claim that listing, like Lauren said, um, you need to make sure you sop up all of those rewards that Google uh, gives you um, by creating uh, some content and linking that. So those updates can be special offers, hosted events, 
anything that basically creates additional content for that listing. Uh, anytime you can incorporate photos, that's great. Um, I think you can do video now, if I remember correctly. Um, just make sure that those are your photos and videos so that you steer clear of any type of, you know, copyright violation or anything like that. But that will all boost uh, your viewer engagement for sure. Um, and you should, of course, be looking at uh, links that are, you know, supporting or producing or promoting your uh, primary product or service uh, back to your uh, website. So uh, just because you have this uh, Google page, uh, on Google map, don't think that it's your website. You need to push people back to your website for sure. So, right. That's one thing I think a lot of people don't realize is a capability is posting special offers there, as well as basically you can post updates kind of like, it's like a Facebook page, mm-hmm, you know, or mm-hmm. Instagram or something. So if you have something that's really worthy, um, post it there too. So it's one other way to get your message out. So it's pretty cool. Totally. And not many people use that. So number three is optimize your web presence for local organic search. So this kind of goes back to the other side, which is to help in your ranking and with your Google map listing and all of those things, making sure your own website is up to date and optimized um, is very important. So you could, if you are not already, you could have someone do an SEO audit and work on your keywords and your content. Uh, make sure your content is refreshed, you know, very uh, regularly. Make sure you have high quality photos, but as well, balance that with making sure that your website loads quickly. Your navigation is easy to use um, regardless of the device. So Google will reward websites that lead searches to answers in as few as clicks as possible. So keep that in mind. So make sure that your website is user-friendly. So making a seamless transition from whatever they're Googling those terms to leads to you and your website, if you deliver, um, Google will reward you for that in the ranking. So that's kind of how they work together. Perfect. Um, Now this one, I'm, I, so of course I drew the short straw on explaining here a little bit. So uh, I promise I'm not trying to uh, code talk anybody, but the next thing you need to do is make sure that you use local business schema. Basically what that means is that you create content that's similar to folks around you in your area. So same business details. So if you're in the same like shopping center area or in the same you know, part of retail mall, or uh, I'm trying to think, uh, same part of town. Basically, what you're trying to do is you want Google to bundle your business profile with other folks in your area on the map. So it makes it easier for Google and their spiders, their Google Analytics to, you know, validate your location and to show it more prominently on Google Maps. So Theoretically, even if someone's looking for something in the the shopping center or the retail center that's not you, you'll show up because you're wrapped in their schema or uh, that type of thing. So you're basically trying to let Google uh, crawl your index a little easier. Uh, I know this is deep, but basically, if you are in the Neymar Center, which that's a little town in my a little retail place in my town. Make sure that you put you're in the Neymar Center. If you're in the T Van Center, Tion Center, make sure you put it in there. If you're in uh, Quail Springs Mall, make sure you put it in there. If you're in the Denver, you know, mall, put it in there, kind of thing. So 
You just want to make sure that it makes it easier for Google to kind of group you and place you in their entire uh, scheme or schema, if you will. So that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I think that integration and step four and or three and four is really important. So Absolutely. if you have questions, you can always ask us, you know, email us, ask us individually for more info on those. Absolutely. Um, Number five is easy. Embed the Google map on your contact us page on your website. So basically you can get a little um, string of code, um, put that into your website and it makes a nice little easy to use um, map on your website. Mm -hmm. So again, Google is rewarding you for using um, and boosting the user experience for searchers. So um, just another easy way to do so. And honestly, then people can click that map, get directions and go, you know, or print that, print out those directions, you know, and, and come to your place like we used to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> From the desktop. Okay. Got my map quest directions. Here we go. That's so funny. You said that. Yes. I mean, but that helps. I mean, that helps a lot because basically Google says, oh, those people love us. So we'll give you greater rating. So that's where exactly. Um, so here's one that hopefully will translate in the podcast. So mine, M-I-N-E and mind, M-I-N-D, your reviews. Remember, uh, any business can create a listing. So ensure that your information is up to date and post all the time. However, make sure that you have customer reviews that are appropriate and that are connected to your actual business. If you have uh, reviews that are good, you know, pay close attention to those and utilize those for testimonials and uh, you know, positive rankings and so on and so forth. If you have poor reviews, make sure that you um, deal with those swiftly. Answer those online through Google. Make sure that you address the situation. Try to get them offline and handle them. Don't delete those. Don't just say, no, you know, you're out, out of luck or I didn't service you or something like that. It's important for, you know, you to showcase that you have good customer service, um, which is a whole different uh, situation um, or discussion, if you will. Um, the This automation uh, of these reviews really can propel your um Google ranking uh, above and beyond other folks and then push it forward in the, or push it higher in the, the map itself. So. Yes, that's, and we have a whole episode about reviews and how to get them and how to use them. So if that is something that you're getting a ton of reviews, positive and or negative, make sure you're paying attention to those. And then you're remarketing those positive ones. That's yeah. a great place and, you know, free content basically. So number seven honestly makes me laugh a little bit. So it's just making sure that your name, address, and phone <laughs> number are up to date, but this article keeps referring to it as your NAP, your NAP. And I'm like, did we really need an acronym for that? But apparently, you know, the interwebs and the powers that be thought that we needed to, everyone needed to know what your NAP was. So in this, just making sure that your directional information is seamless and correct everywhere you can think of. So that's, you know, your Google map, your own website, your own social media, all of those things. So that when um, someone is searching for you and your business, they're not pulling conflicting information, basically. So it's critical on both the Google side and the audience side to make sure your information is consistent everywhere. So 
Hopefully not. But if you ever, you know, have to change your phone number or your website URL or your address or any of those things, make sure that you get it updated everywhere. Um, basically to like the nat on the nap side, um, basically Google uses that as a reference um, for your business, as well as all those third-party sites. And they call those citations. So to make sure that your nap is up to date everywhere, just start Googling yourself and your name and making sure that everywhere you see your business details, that they're correct, check them out. And then if there's anywhere where they're incorrect, make sure you um, contact that person or, you know, if it's on Yelp or whatever it is, um, make sure that gets updated as needed. There's so many listing services and places, especially for certain, you know, types of businesses. This can be super overwhelming too, but it is very important. So kind of like just like filling out your Google map and your Google listing, um, there might be other places on the web that need new images or, you know, new information too. So same thought process there. Yeah. And be prepared because it may take a long time. To yeah. Do it, so. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of being prepared, uh, number eight is building your backlinks. So this is once again, these are things that basically what you're doing is you are creating uh, following links or links to other organizations uh, to push uh, your Google listing to relevant sources showing Google basically that you're real. And so most director, directories realize the value of follow links and they basically include you or give you a higher ranking for doing that. So, um, you know, if you have a local, um, say, chamber of commerce or a business organization, or even an alumni association, or something that showcases your business or, or uh, service, make sure that they list you, and then they basically rank you, and then you basically list those memberships in your Google listing so that it can be picked up, which I know this is a lot of information, and it's a lot of time, and you think, oh my gosh, do I have enough time to do this? But the answer is yes, because once you do this, you're going to start seeing a boost in your maps, which is a boost in information. And, and, you know, when you pull up your phone and say, you know, I want to eat at a Thai restaurant five miles away, you know, you're, you're going to be in that listing. So it's super important to get there. So. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I think we've gotten a little more detailed as we've gone. Mm-hmm. So um So number nine is pretty repetitive, quite honestly, and it's just engaging with your community. And it goes back to what Tony was talking about, which was um, the value of backlinks. So not only um, just being engaged with, you know, local service organizations and those types of things, but also... um, it, Google will reward you for interacting basically together. So, you know, those backlinks and partner pages and listings that we just talked about, that's what number nine is all about. Just that, um, how important it is to engage with your community and different organizations, basically getting um, mentions from other people too online, like in news stories and publications, media relations, um, those, all of those things, it's just kind of, um, the importance there as well as then making sure if you are, you have earned media or mentions, reusing those and repurposing those kind of like we talked about on the testimonial side. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, okay. So number 10, I feel like I, I'm getting all the like tongue twister googly stuff that, so basically when Lauren speaks on this podcast, 
listen, when Tony speaks, it's a lot of website stuff. So here's how this works. So number 10, basically what they're saying is paying attention to what they call their SERP and the long tail, which honestly, Lauren, that sounds like a perfect book title to me. Yeah. Like some type of mystery, like watch out for the SERP and the long tail. But anyway, (laughs) so here's the deal. If you're ultimately... When you get all of that done, if you really want to optimize the uh, aspects of your local web presence, you're going to have to monitor the progress of the key terms for your Google map. And so to do that, you're going to have to look at keywords in general. So log out of your Google account. In other words, you need to go in what they call incognito mode and basically perform your own manual Google search. You can choose from a number of uh, rank monitoring tools that are online. Um, Actually, Lauren and I just talked about one called Uber Ranks that works out really well. But a lot of them uh, enable you to specify and filter out map rankings and so on and so forth. Consider which keywords to follow and be sure to consider and include local identifiers and qualifying uh, keywords such as things like near me or best or greatest and affordable uh, or like, you know, auto body shops near me or the best auto body shops in, you know, my town or whatever. Um, The whole point is that there are three or four key phrases that consider um, they consider long tailed. So you go from, you know, pizza shop to the best pizza shop in Denver, you know, Colorado, and that's a long tail. That may not be as significant in a local search volume, but there are volumes that can add up and those businesses um, basically use those in topical searches and related keywords. So that's a lot of words, but basically what they want you to do is once you kind of get your um, Google map listing right and tight, then you really need to focus on the words, uh, the keywords that are pushing or driving traffic there. Make sure that you utilize the right keywords um, and the right key phrases to uh, to drive that traffic. So whew, that's a lot. That's a lot to end on, honestly, Lauren. It is. And it's a lot more than just um, <laughs> Google map. I mean, it, we really kind of gave a little bit more in-depth on the SEO side and you know, your website and all of those things. So it goes beyond just the map, but that's a great place to start. Um, So I'm glad that we talked about it. I can't believe we've never talked about the importance of this. So um, just in my opinion, I think this was pretty good. It's really good. I mean, I feel lost that we haven't talked about it forever. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get the directions. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's good. So, well, I think I see the exit sign from here. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And this has been the G Factor Podcast. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.